So Zach's our third. Uh, he should be on soon. But he wanted me to relay a message to you. Okay. I haven't heard it, so you'll have to let me know if uh, you know how it goes. Hell yeah. Welcome to Bruise Day Tuesday podcast episode 551. Scars on the back are a Tyler Dryblatt. Shame. Yeah, what? scars and shame. The scars on my back are my shame? I had really bad back knee, you guys. That's not my fault. That's <laughs> not my fault at all. And you also had slash have that thing where your sweat uh, has a, a, what what is it? Like just, it's, it's, it's very highly basic. Basic, basic yeah. You're basic. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch. I bleach all my clothes with my sweat, weirdly enough. It was know. super wild to observe all through college, just when he had a t-shirt for too long, mostly along the spine. It just yeah. would have yeah. that, like, pale right. orange from a bleach stain. Do you think you could commit, like, the perfect crime because your sweat, like, denatures DNA? <laughs> now there's an idea. Think about that. The fucking X-Files episode over here. <laughs> that would be, that would definitely be. That's like very early seasons X-Files before they got yeah. too crazy. Yeah. The best X-Files. You know what, my, maybe my, I was thinking about it. Uh, maybe my favorite part of the X-Files is how they treat uh, the Gulf War. Like, 200 people died. Uh, Americans, I mean, in the Gulf War. And they have multiple people. episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Beautiful white Americans. <laughs> oh, uh, well, actually, if it's the army, statistically, they're probably not white. Uh, but um, it's still on this. <laughs> yeah. What was I saying? No, he'll do it. Let him get it. Yeah. The moment oh, no, no, X- Scully. I was just saying the X Files uh, has a bunch of episodes where they treat the Gulf War like it was fucking World War Two, and there were like two million casualties. And like, have you ever been in the trenches when the bombs went off? It's like. My man, no. almost the entire Gulf War, we fought from the air. Like, what are you talking about? None of us do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. No one was more mad about the lack of major wars through the, like, 80s and 90s and early two, and, like, I guess not in early 2000s. No one was more mad about that than the script writers. They were like, yeah. how am I supposed to traumatize my character if we haven't gone to war in 20 years? Chris Carter was like, damn it. <laughs> I'll just um, do it anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Zach's here, if everybody didn't notice. What's up? Uh, <laughs> what is up? I don't know. We're talking, we got a good energy going into this episode. I feel good. Um, Chaotic and offensive, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Starting off wrong. <laughs> uh, so what beer do you have? Okay, so I, last time I said I would do, um, alcoholic soups as a test run for our new business venture. Yeah. Um, as part of Hard R Brewing, we'd have hot soups. <laughs> Uh, a line obviously called Soup Nazis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hot soups and hot takes over at Hard R Brewing. Um, so, um, actually what I did is I, I thought about this, and I almost got, um, if it had been available, I would have gotten a rice lager, because we were talking about those specifically being flavored like like soup. Um, 
but they did not have it. It was out at the liquor store. There was one last week that or last time I was on that coincidentally I just didn't get. Um, and so today I was like, I'm not gonna waste a nice beer. I'm not gonna throw like a fiend de monde uh, yeah. in some soup, um, even though it might work with a French onion. Um, so I've got from Saturday Beer Company here in Madison, impromptu pool party. It's an American wheat ale. Um, it is 5.2 ABV, um, and I felt like I wouldn't feel bad putting it into a soup. Um, yeah. And I've got a tomato soup, and I've got a broccoli cheddar soup. Oh, broccoli Whoa. cheddar. Under the guise that beer cheese is a thing. Okay, so all right. Maybe that'll work. And then tomato, okay. I also thought about going with vodka, but I didn't want to buy a bottle of vodka to put it in soup. That felt like a, like having a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like a line. That might be like a Bloody Mary, is what I was thinking, but I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger on that. So here I've got some broccoli cheddar. It is a little What's strange in consistency. Uh, none. There's none head whatsoever. There was a little bit of like coagulated cheese, but I kind of stirred it all together again in it. It looks less gross than when I initially poured it in, and it all immediately denatured. Um, so challenges. Of course, there's bits of broccoli and stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, to get through, but. Wait, is this our, be honest. Your, your control right now, or is there already beer in there? There's already beer in both of those soups. I had some soups off camera to calibrate. Okay. <laughs> is that better than broccoli cheddar soup without, without beer in it? Probably not, but that is actually, like, not bad. It is surprisingly not bad. Um, there's, like, a little bit. It, it, the problem is the consistency is now screwed because it's much waterier than it was before, and it, it's just, like, very uh, chunky vegetables and, and watery broth, so it doesn't do it any favors. Not enough beer to make it carbonated, which is a good thing. Um, <laughs> that would not be good here. And, um, and your and beer is probably, lo- like, 5%, and it mm-hmm. – so if you – even if you poured enough in to make it one-fifth beer, which I doubt you did – that would Correct. make the soup 1% alcohol by volume. Yeah, this is really not as alcoholic as you'd hope from an alcoholic soup. So you've just basically reinvented what peasants ate for like 500 years. Correct, and it's not bad. I could see if my life was suffering, this being like an okay thing to come home to. Are you ready to go um, and till fields for 18 hours? Yeah, do you want to no, eat a heel of back. bread and then uh, lose a limb? <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds sick. Um, let's dive the plague after that. Um, the the tomato soup, on the other hand, had enough like body in it to like I feel like really absorb quite a bit of beer. And this one I would say is closer to fifty fifty in terms of like thing. And like there are clearly bubbles in it, like clearly, <laughs> oh, clearly a little bit of fizz going. Oh, Bro, I'm so sorry about the diarrhea you have later. <laughs> that is a sparkling tomato soup, and it is bizarre, and I don't know. <laughs> what I think of that. Because here's the thing. It does, again, flavor-wise, it is not terrible. This is a pretty neutral beer. Tomato soup is fine. Um, and I think a little bit of kind of that bitterness that the beer brings in, it actually really works okay with both of these things. But, like, from a sensation perspective, that is a little upsetting. Uh, it, 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 like, throws your brain through loop. It's like drinking McDonald's Sprite, but it's tomato juice. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds rough. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to sit on that. I'm gonna have to think about that for a little bit. <laughs> and you also have beer just for for drinking. Yeah, and then I, that's so that's my control beer. Um, weirdly, I think I would like that better if it tasted like the cheese soup. Um, you know, 
I have good news. It can't. <laughs> it can't. Um, but yeah, it uh, that's fine. It has a little bit of almost of like a like a cream soda sweetness on the start, and then it's like fairly neutral after that. But I've also just blasted a bunch of tomato <laughs> soup. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe my palate's a little <laughs> at this point. Yes. Well, I will I, finish um, these soups. It's not that bad. You know, God bless you. That's I. I forgot, and I was so excited when you mentioned the soup. And uh, what a journey we've been on together. Um, I have from Dewey Beer Company, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Molu, maybe? Molu au chocolat? Can you spell it so I can Google it later? M-O-E-L-L-E-U-X au chocolat. Sure. Um, 12% stout. Uh, it has the words molten lava cake, Dutch cocoa on here, but I don't know. I don't know. Presumably that's like what it's supposed to taste like. Um, 12%, like I said. It's extremely dark. It had a little bit of head at the top, kind of like a, uh, like a, um, hot chocolatey type head on the top, but it's gone now. It smells very chocolatey and very boozy. Oh, man, that's really good. Um, This reminds me of one of those, like, Southern Tier dessert stouts. Um, It's very sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's very sweet and chocolatey. Um, There's definitely some booze in there, but I think it plays well with the whole thing. Uh, I I very much enjoy it. It's very good. What do you have, Samuel? Well, as compared to your tough guy 12%, mine comes in at a paltry (laughs) 10.5. This is uh, Brauerij van Steenberg Guldendrock Classic. So you're the like, authentic oh. dark red triple ale. Ah, uh, thank goodness, soup for sure. <laughs> you you saw that I had like an X in mind. And you were like, fuck that. I'm gonna have the hard to pronounce beer. Uh, yeah. Well, it's only hard to pronounce because I'm bad at stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Um, I think I got a little confused by this being a Belgian beer with the word triple in its description. This isn't a Belgian triple. It's a dark red triple ale. I think. I, you know what? I should figure out what the fuck this is. Because this is weird. Um, yeah. I've liked Golden Drock stuff before. Uh, this one I'm not as into. It's a Belgian strong dark ale. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm having trouble paying attention to you. I'm watching Zach chew his beer soup down, and it's uh, it's really something. Now, we agreed that you have to get it in you. We never said anything about which orifice you use, just as a pro tip. I wish you would have told me that before I finished <laughs> using my mouth hole to get both of those down. I want to get those out of the way before we get started. You just, I can see you working the bits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, brother. I'm sorry, Sam. I, I, This is your time. Uh, I yield. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's see what we got going on this week. Um, let's start out with ZDNet.com. 
A robot sommelier. I, I, yeah, I don't know. This whole thing, it's about a robot, but also kind of feels like it was written maybe by a very florid robot. It's an odd article. But a robot sommelier spilled wine on my pants. Then it asked for a tip. So, the article, uh, writer, author, what am I trying to say? Um, this guy, Chris, he and his wife were out walking the tap, and they saw wine tasting with robot sommelier advertised. And so they were like, sure. And they went in there, and, um, to be fair, the person said it was, uh, the winery owner, in fact, freely confessed that it was a marketing gimmick. And it proved itself to be that because it, um, I think on the second pour, just poured a whole bunch of wine onto this guy's lap. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, I held out an empty glass asking for a tip. Uh, but the real interesting thing is that this guy says he did tip. And who exactly is he tipping? Because the robot's not alive. Right. The only ethical way I can conceive of for a robot to request and receive a tip is if it goes directly into a fund for robot maintenance. Because <laughs> I assume that thing needs an oil change every now and then or a firmware update or whatever. And if if that money is going towards that, then I feel almost okay with it. I still don't like it. Um, because at the end of the day, it's still me paying your workforce in one way or another. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the, so, I mean, obviously there's the whole like robots, chicken or gerbs thing, which clearly this thing is not very close to. Uh, it's just a shame that we, we live in like a bad world. Yeah. Cause if we lived in a good world, more and more stuff would be automated. And that would just mean that everyone gets to work fewer hours. Right. If, if things were done correctly economically. But instead, what will happen is more and more people won't have jobs, and the people uh, in control will just be able to not have to pay workers so they make more money and they get to sit on taller stacks of cash that they never intend on putting back into the economy. That is correct. I agree with everything you said. Um, how much do you think this robot uh, sommelier experience cost? Wait, if I'm the, as I'm the customer? Yeah, yeah this guy, yeah. this guy says how much he paid, and I want to know what you think he paid for this. I, I think if it's any more than you would pay for a human Somalia, it it's offensive. So it says that they had to pay $20 more to use the robot. To get, to get your pants ruined? Yes, correct. And he yeah, said, oh god, what a cuck. Exactly. What a loser. Exactly. How, but how, how much do you, much you think? I'm sorry, Zach. Go go ahead. Insult the man. But yeah, I just like how do you fucking tip? Like who? First of all, the owner, the balls on the whoever the owner of this place is. Yeah. Uh, Maria something. The well, balls like, on this lady. I like that Maria was like, yeah, it's a fucking gimmick, and then the guy just like bought the gimmick, you know. Maria Resnikova told him to his face, yeah, "This is a gimmick to trick you into coming in here." He goes, okay, <laughs> and it works. It spills all over him. I imagine he's wearing white khakis, and it just spills a fucking red wine all over him. And he's sitting there looking like a fucking idiot in front of Robert De Niro. And then, uh, what, he goes, that would be 
Like, are you fucking kidding me? My dry cleaning will be $40. Like, eat my ass, Maria. And he just goes, okay. And he forks <laughs> it over. It was each. $20 each. Extra, yeah. But how much do you think the whole experience cost? Oh, well, this is, this is in Napa. This is probably more, I don't know, like 150 150 bucks, Samuel? I don't understand the question. You just said it was $20. No, 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 no. There was a, there, no, 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 no. Incorrect. I'm sorry. There the was, fee? There was a, the robo fee. Stop, stop. Let me talk. There's a price. So the, there was a fee. There's a price to do the robo, uh, to do the wine tasting. Then you can pay more to do the wine tasting with the robot, and then he also tipped. So the price he had to pay extra to be with the robot was $20. But I'm asking you how much the whole thing was with the tip. Zach said $150. I'm, I'm just going to say 69 It was $220 for the privilege. Dude. <laughs> Dude. And the whole time the guy was just like, it's content, though. It's content. It's content, yeah. baby. I Does wonder he if he wrote it all off. <laughs> You think he wrote it all off as a business expense? Hundred percent. Um, I just don't like any of this, but I see what you mean. When the article does kind of read like it was written by a robot, like there's some odd, very flowery verb choices That's in this for how they're doing. They say they wafted inside the well, Maria Concerto winery. That's how not really missing? how that word works. How are you missing the first sentence, which is, it was raining hard, so we were vulnerable to a seductive inducement? You get paid by the letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he Dickens over here? Realizing <laughs> this shit? Seductive inducement. That can't be right. You know, that's nothing. Yeah. That's Those words all mean something by themselves, but that's nothing. I would, I would, like, he doesn't even really get into how the robot, like, picked their wines, right? Because isn't that really what the sommelier is supposed to do? I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, I bet you it didn't. I bet you it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. This you is think just, it was a, just a, a robotic pouring, pouring robot? arm, which is oh. really different from a sommelier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just given yeah. how overblown everything was in this, I right. it, I don't think it was like, input your top f- four favorite wines and I'll synthesize a great wine for you. I think it was just like, here's the red. <laughs> That's a great Dalek impression, Samuel. It really is, honestly. I know you don't know what that means, but you're doing a good job. Uh, excuse me. Exterminate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know things. Yeah. No, I think you're probably right, which makes it even worse. You just had paid $20 to have something fucking pour something for you. <laughs> that poorly. Yeah. That's why that he was sucks. so seduced by the rain. He was, like, all horny from the rain. He came in there to get wine dumped on his crotch. His, That's the his, source of the inducement. This guy really <laughs> is a giant cuck, because he said he was there with his wife. So his wife watched him get disrespected by this robot and then tip it. Like, what a oh, little yeah. bitch. Yeah, I bet he paid an extra 15 bucks for the robot arm to rail his wife. This guy and Jed, this guy and Jed have a lot in common. Oh, my God. Because, like, the last time Jed was on, we said he had a humiliation fetish. I don't listen to what we say. Oh, all right. That's fair. Does he? Uh, I recommend just, like, to none of our listeners that we, they listen to what we say. It's fair. Uh, Zach, what did you say about something? Why does Jed have a humiliation fetish? I don't remember. I don't listen to what we say. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess... 
I don't know. I guess if I was like, no, I'm sorry. I was trying to be like, I guess I would check this out. But unless it was completely free, I don't think I would check this out. I agree. I would rather talk to a sommelier for 20 fewer dollars. I don't yeah. even want to talk to a sommelier. Because they'll be True. like telling me shit about wine, and it'll be like, probably, I don't know. <laughs> Tannins. So you want those places where you just go with the glass, and you like turn a little knob, and then it just spits out of the wall. Well, so the thing is, if it were uh, a Cicerone, then I'd be like, alright, let's talk shop. But I don't know anything about wine. So I, I can mostly tell a red from a white, but even then, uh, it, it's just such a blind. Like, I feel like I can talk to, I can talk about whiskey and I can talk about gin and I can talk about tequila. I can talk about beer, but I cannot talk about wine. So I don't want to talk to you about wine because you're just going to say a bunch of shit I don't understand. Tell me about terroir and I'll be like, whatever, nerd. I get that terroir. Man, I mispronounced This one tastes that like it has grapes in it. That's the type of shit I would say. That, like, that's not helpful. I mispronounced terroir, like, maybe a year ago, and I, sometimes I wake up sweating thinking about it. That's all. Uh, speaking of ways that you make fool, a fool of yourself, you ready oh, for no. a game? Oh, no. Uh, do you even know what game is coming? I hesitate to will into existence beers through the years. It's not beers through the years. Oh, okay. Um, then it's that newlywed game, right? Uh, brewlywed game. Oh, yes. the brewlywed game. Yes. Th- that's why I asked. I was trying to see if I could get either you to tip your hands because I'm I I don't know if I can trust between you and your spouse and pseudo spouse. I don't know if I can trust any of the four you motherfuckers. Um, so I was trying to see if I could. See you on someone's face, like, oh yeah, we were talking about the, oh no, you caught me! But the, the, oh yeah, <laughs> the Brulywood game. Um, alright, so. That's that 5D checkers Sam's always playing. I'll tell you right now, there's three questions, so just to refresh you, there's three questions, you're gonna tell me your opinion, and I already have your significant other's answer as the guest of your opinion, and you're gonna tell me their your guess at their opinion, I already have the correct answer. So uh, three questions, Wait, hold on, two responses, so, six total points. Probably okay. What? All right. So we're so like if it's like what's your favorite beer, we're answering for both ourselves and our partner. Right. Okay. And I right. and I already have those answers from your right, 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 right. right, right um, okay. uh, and I'll tell you the first question. Both of them asked me a clarifying question, and I told them the same answer. I'm going to just say interpret them however feels right for you. The boys aren't getting clarifying questions either. So I'm not giving you clarifying questions. Okay. okay. Don't be mad at me. I'll try. Favorite swill. Favorite swill. No <laughs> clarifying questions. Uh, Sam, it's good that you started out with that because, boy, do I sure want to ask you some clarifying questions. <laughs> Who do you want to go first, Sam? Well, I already have... Top Gun's answers, so let's go with Zach. Okay. Favorite swill, uh, to me, I'm taking to mean shitty beers. Um, my, my, my absolute favorite shitty beer is hams. Like, that's a, a thousand percent. I consider buying hams out at bars for money. That's a point. 
Like, I fucking love hams. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, ooh. Top Gun. She does not, she doesn't really do, like, shitty beer. Like, she doesn't really do swill. Um, uh, her response was, I don't really order swill. Gun to my head, maybe. Ooh, okay, okay. Okay. I want a half point for that, but we can, we can discuss that later. You're not getting so it. This is, we can discuss it her head. In the situation that obviously you talk about with your wife, where if someone's gonna murder you unless you drink a shitty beer, what you, Fuck. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I just have a feeling that you're gonna win this one. I don't know why, but I don't feel I don't feel confident in myself today. Dude, you said that last time, and you guys were like literally saying the same phrases. You were using like the same <laughs> entire eight word phrases. It was freaky. <laughs> uh, you still won. Uh, I I have the stats up. You won five to four and a half last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, I think I did this last time too. I play tested this with three stacks. We got four points. Okay. Oh, we both um, beat Sam. That's nice. Well, that's good. Well, you did my score for you this did. time, not last time. I don't remember what it was yeah. last time. Oh, okay. you did crazy last time. Um, this um, shit. I'm trying to think of just what we fucking what shitty beer we buy by the pool and just hang out. I think it's fucking Miller. I think Miller's like the shitty beer that we buy. Uh, so it's Miller oh. Light. I mean, yeah, come on. I'm thinking a half point there. Dude, are you serious? Are you Miller serious? and Miller Light are different beers. No one buys Miller non-light. It ex- I mean, it's not even a beer. I don't know if it is. <laughs> it, it, it definitely is. One and a half points for that for that round. Uh, okay. Uh, your answer is Tyler. Hmm. I don't know. Um. I wonder, because swill to me, when I hear swill, I think. Of like alcohol, well, beer's an alcohol, but I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking say, I'm gonna fucking say Crystal Palace. That's her pick for you. For me, yes. She said Sierra Nevada. Oh, and then in a parenthetical, not that it's shitty, but he would never get like Coors, Miller Lite, etc. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I mean, I got it wrong, but that's fine. So she was thinking. So she was thinking. I, yeah, she respects me too much. Absolutely. My favorite shitty beer actually is Tecate. Uh, so is mine. Three Sacks was livid because uh, I constantly switch between Tecate and Omawaki. Mm-hmm. And she said Omawaki, and I went with Tecate, and she was really mad at me. We didn't get a point for that. I don't think I'm getting any points this round because she doesn't drink shitty beer. She barely drinks beer. Do you have a guess? You want to just punt? No, I gotta try. Um, I I I imagine I can't get like I can't say like did she say a beer right like like can't narrow it down like that. Yeah, I I already told you I'm not doing clarifying questions. I'm gonna you know what? Even though it's not a beer, I think her true answer, whether she knows it or not, is um, Andre. <laughs> Point. Yay! No way! Yeah, check him for an earpiece, <laughs> or she's off, she's off screen signing to him or some shit. That's so impressive, no. dude. That's amazing. Uh, she said cheap sparkling wine like Andre. So yeah, Andre is a point. Well, because you know why I got it because last time I said she likes tequila and she was like, no, 
champagne, and I was like, champagne isn't a liquor, and we got into a whole thing. But anyway. Oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> right. lost it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. basically, just in case she's listening later, you were like, the key to getting this point is remembering that Becca is stupid. <laughs> that's what you're you saying. Said it. You said it, not me. You only thought it really loudly. <laughs> she just pounded Andre. What a champion. She's got a young liver. She's got a young liver out there just working overtime. Uh, all right. Um, my answer was Takate. Three stacks was PBR, in case anyone cares. Um, oh, I got Andre right, and you were all surprised. That you got it right. Yeah, that's all. No spoilies! No spoilies! <laughs> no spoilies happened. All right. Question two. Just came out of the room. Uh, I have, uh, I still have Becca's answers up, so we're going to go to Tyler first okay. for this all round. Right. Um, all right. Question two is favorite cocktail. And of course, um, because Becca doesn't understand the premise of this game, she said <laughs> two different cocktails for each of you. I'm just going with the first thing she said, because you don't just get to guess however much you want to guess. So you can get some, like, honor points back if you say the second thing, but you don't get that any actual help. points. That doesn't help me. That doesn't help me. Favorite cocktail. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the dry blat was great, but that's not a real cocktail. Um... I Do you want to inform the masses about the dry blat? The dry blat was uh, gin, orange juice, and a um, fucking who? Who was it? Who who made that shit? It wasn't Monster, was it? I don't I don't know what else you put in that. I was I was, a, I was taking shots. I don't a, remember what you were doing back then. It was a mango energy drink that's no longer made anymore. I, maybe it might have been Monster. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, I, but I, probably what I go to, like, what, if I'm somewhere and I gotta get a cocktail, I would say, like, a gin and tonic for me? She said gin and juice or vodka Red Bull, maybe. Uh, so no that's, points. That's no no points. points. Zero points. And what'd you say for her? Um, I don't know. Mimosa. Mimosas, LOL, or rum and coke. Okay, all right, one point. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so uh, Tyler has the lead now, but there's a whole two points up for grabs for Zach. Okay. Uh, Um, Same same question question to you. Okay, Um, so Holly's is um, a gimlet. Do I need to be more specific than that? Oh, man, a gimlet is good as hell. That's a great drink. Tell Holly I really... If I have to. She doesn't like gin. She's a vodka gimlet lady. It, she said vodka gimlet. Yeah. So I don't know if you needed to be more specific, but now it's irrelevant. Okay. That's the point. Um, I really support that as her favorite cocktail. You should let her know. Because I, I know she's had a gimlet. Are they good? They're good as hell. I'm a little different. She likes more sour stuff than I do. Like That gets into like sour bitter zone, which is like not my happy place for cocktails. So I like a sweeter cocktail. I only um, know gimlets from Kingdom of Loathing. Alan loves gimlets as well. Um, oh, well, now I'm not interested. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. For me, I don't know. I honestly, I get, usually just get, like, fucking rum and Cokes or something, or, like, seven and sevens. So let's see. What, what do I think she would say? When was the last time we went out? How's the yikes? 
It's not good. Did you know, like, 50s wives are like, you never take me dancing? I'm like, I literally can't remember the last time the two of us went out and got a drink <laughs> that, like, wasn't a beer. Imagine um, if you had children. Oh, God. Um, it's hard enough with the dog. Um, <laughs> the shit, I don't know. I'm going to say a, um, a seven and seven. So it's wild to me that you said that. Because when I was reviewing these answers, I was like, oh, Holly got this wrong. Because I know the answer is a whiskey squirt. You didn't say whiskey squirt. Neither did she. She said Long Island iced tea. Jesus. <laughs> that makes me sound like a psycho. There <laughs> is uh, a parenthetical here. I don't think that is actually his favorite, but he's ordering them with childlike glee. <laughs> if that okay, makes you sound thing. any better. Here's the thing. When we go out, we went to a comedy show a few months ago, and, you know, you're the two-drink minimum, so I was like, fuck it, I gotta get two drinks anyway, might as well make them count. Uh, and I got a Long Island, and it was delicious, uh, but also, it's just so irresponsible to get one that it is really fun to do it when you get the chance. So I do really enjoy ordering them, but definitely not my favorite. I would say Whiskey Squirt is definitely um, not... Only served in that one bar that we used to go to, um, but that is also great. I do love a whiskey spread. I think you're probably more correct than I am. I would say at a real bar, I would probably order a <laughs> 7 and 7, which is like the adult whiskey squirt. <laughs> My only memory of a Long Island iced tea is being at a spring break and the girl sitting next to me at like from our Frisbee team, it, we were, it was stools, not chairs. And she didn't seem to realize that when she was drinking too much of her Long Island iced tea. So I just keep my, my hand out for when she would lean back because she would have definitely concussed herself and I caught <laughs> no, her awesome. instead. Nice. What a gentleman. Uh, Amazing. Uh, I'm going to bleep it, but Tyler, for your benefit, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, me and Three Sex, we, we each got points on this one because we both said the correct answer for one another, which was old fashioned. We both like old fashioned. Alright. Uh, final question back to you, Zach. Bar snack. And this is another one where I will not provide clarification. Bar snack. That's so annoying. Cause it's like, is it like an appetizer or is it like the shit they have out on bars? That's so All I said was bar snack. So. That's just fine. That's true. And it doesn't matter what I say because it doesn't mean that Becca was thinking the same thing. Um, so, alright. I, I take that to mean, like, the shit that's out, like, you get for free at bars, um, which is gross. I, I think, honestly, I wish we didn't do those anymore. Um, it's gross. Yeah, you'd think but, that COVID would have stopped that, right? It's it's less about guessing what I meant and more about guessing what uh, Top Gun thinks maybe you meant. I believe there's a, an objective truth to a question like this, and so it, what you're saying frustrates me. This relativism frustrates me. Um, yeah, I, I had something in mind, but again, provided no okay. follow-up. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my favorite is, like, mixed nuts. Like, of the things that you can get for free at a bar, if it's, like, chips or – I like a mixed nut um, specifically. Um, I think um, we have – we've talked about this actually, like – reminiscing about vacations and the um we went to we were staying at a hotel in when we were in um Kyoto that had like weirdly amazing um like bar snacks like mixed nuts. So um oh yeah it was it was the fucking 
What's his name, bro? It was the Ritz. We went to the bar at the Ritz and got a drink, and their fucking mixed nuts were wild, dude. They were, like, legitimately, uh, the guy was like, I made these, and I, like, didn't, it was so fancy that I didn't know if he meant, like, he grew them <laughs> or not. It was like, because, like, why would you tell me you made them if you just mixed some nuts together? I was like, what? What what is the additional implication? That's I don't know. I don't know what he meant, but that guy was cool as hell, and I really wanted to impress him. <laughs> so yeah, mixed nuts at the uh, at the Ritz Carlton. Uh, that's a point. <laughs> uh, quote whatever nut mix they served us at the bar at the Ritz. Wow! Wow! <laughs> really? Should, you know what? Yeah. Honestly, that should fill in the other half of the point that he didn't get earlier. No, it doesn't. I'm, you know what, Zach? So I'm proud. trying for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, that was really good. Thank you. Um, I think, like, if that's the level of detail that she put, I bet that she said the same thing. Because she also is not, like, a bar snacks person, and they were fucking bummed. Uh, she clearly copy-pasted the exact same answer to the letter. No, oh, damn. Okay, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. So, you have four and a half points. You finished with four and a half. So, you, you beat me in three stacks. Uh... Tyler, you have two, so you cannot win. If you if you get this round perfect, you can tie me at three no, stacks. No, no, I might get a three. I might get a three. I might goose egg this round, honestly. Um, Let's talk snacks. I would have been pissed well, if she was like, hot pretzel. And I was like, damn it. I also th- would interpret this as Zach does, but I don't know that – I don't know. I'm also going to say D's nuts. Uh, for For whom? For me, uh, she said pretzels, but he'll eat pretty much anything. <laughs> okay, you look so insulted. <laughs> You're like for like one brief moment. <clears throat> whatever, I don't care. Uh, for her, I don't fucking pickled eggs. <laughs> what an aggressive oh. answer! Oh man, it's so tough that you're not getting a point for this because she said pretzels. Although I wouldn't say no to a pickled egg, L O L O L. Dude, Whatever. half point, half point for time. I don't half care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. She doesn't have one. She's trying to cheat on his behalf by giving multiple answers. I'm not getting any half. <laughs> I just, just, I would never, if I were like, I don't know, fuck it, pickled eggs, like that. There's some level of connection there that's going on. Where that is also a thought. And she's like, I wouldn't say no to a pickled egg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I know she likes the pickled eggs. I don't dislike pretzels. I just can't remember a time that we've gone to a bar and had pretzels. So I'm confused. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. She probably has better memory than I do. The uh, worst bar snacks experience that I've had was in Athens on my first uh, sabbatical. Um, olives? I bet it was olives. Fucking grease. It, <laughs> uh, what I'll say about Athens is it is the scummiest of the European capitals that I visited, uh, which was actually kind of refreshing. Uh, but it, it, like, sucked big time and openly. The food was super cheap, though. But they, like, wouldn't let you just, like, drink a beer. They, like, had to bring you snacks. Like, you were, like, expected to be eating something if you're drinking. And I'm like, I'm on vacation. Like, I don't need to eat shit. They had these, like, little spiced, like, I don't want to call them knockoff Chex Mix, because I worry that could be offensive. Uh, but I don't know, but it was like knockoff fucking Chex Mix. And it sucked. It sucked huge. And I was like, I would rather just not have nothing. Like, give me nothing instead of this. I feel like I'm almost never at a place that gives me free snacks. Almost never. 
Like, we went to a bar in California that had, like, nuts and shit, but I don't know. I feel like it's gone kind of by the wayside. I, I think that's a COVID thing, because, like, having having uh, peanuts and pretzels out used to be yeah. much more standard, and I understand why it's not anymore. I'm not mad yeah. about it. I'm just saying it. I, I rarely encounter it. Yeah. Uh, which Which makes, I think... I said beer snack, thinking that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three snack said for me, buffalo wings, which is like a, a food I would order at a bar. But when I was thinking beer snacks, that's not the type of thing. I was right, 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 yeah. right. I think that's a food uh, I don't eat in public. I I had the opposite of your experience, Zach, which was uh, when I was in Europe, and I guess this would have probably been in Brussels. Um, uh, we went out to a bar where they served your beer with just a little tiny ramekin of malt, just so you, I think, so you could smell it as a palate cleanser. Because it wasn't served with a specific beer. It just was like, we'll put some malt on the table for you. Uh, so I used it just like to put my schnoz in between beers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's what I was supposed to do, be doing. <laughs> I think there's a good chance that some locals were like, hey, we're going to do that malt trick again. Let's see what the rube <laughs> does. We never learn. Um, but also, that bar ruled, so we went there like four times. <laughs> like, this guy keeps smelling the malts. It smells <laughs> great. All right. Well, um, this next article maybe isn't great. I only read about two-thirds of it because it's crazy long. But from Brewbound.com, former sales reps challenge Boston Beer's non-compete in pair of lawsuits allege hostile work environment. So non-competes are bullshit, and I'm sorry you guys have to deal with them, because um, I know you both have signed non-competes, and that's craziness. Uh, but um, these two dudes who worked for Boston Beer signed non-competes, uh, but then uh, they were working, I guess, in the state of Washington, where... You non-competes are not enforceable. Um, I yeah, Sam. I'm also confused. I don't. It know. It seems like it should be a federal thing, not a state thing. But also, it's I'm not a lawyer, so I'm going to shut up. Sure does. Uh, but this guy was like leaving Boston Beer, and in his exit interview, he claims they were like, "Remember, you sign a non-compete, you can't work for anybody else." And then, like a bunch of years later, he found out that in Washington he could, so he's suing them. And then some other guy had, like, kind of roughly a similar thing. And also they say that there's a hostile work environment. And that's the part I didn't get down to because it's too long. Uh, but, you know, seems, like, interesting if anybody Bro, wants to read the whole article. so long. It's crazy long, right? Can okay. someone just make a 90-minute uh, Netflix documentary so I don't <laughs> have to read this fucking thing? Hold on. I'll, I'll have chat GPT summarize it. Oh, my God. That's, that's I favorite. Oh my god, I'm building a microwave gun to take on fucking Terminator. Um, no, I'm not. But could you imagine? That'd be crazy. It would be. I guess. I don't think you would do that. But if I was forced to guess someone who would, it would be you. I don't know why you would need a microwave gun. Just get like a Barrett 50 caliber. It's not that I think you need a microwave gun. It's that yeah, yeah. I think you think you need a <laughs> microwave gun. <laughs> Damn, you think I'm pretty stupid. <laughs> I might have a button just for this occasion. Oh, Tyler's dumb. Tyler's yeah, dumb. Tyler is dumb. Oof, Tyler is dumb. 
And you got it right on the money. Yeah, that's one of my favorite buttons. <laughs> I do think that it's wild because I was looking at like the like the um I don't know the fucking um like brands represented by Boston Beer. And it's so funny to me that they're like trying to enforce a non-compete. Like people aren't going to hear about like Sam Adams. So, like this one individual's actions are going to force like truly out of whatever market space they were in because this guy works at like. Some other cider company in, yeah. on the West Coast, like. Well, that's why non-competes are bullshit, and they hate freedom. I have heard that a lot of people have less left the company that we work for for someone prohibited by a non-compete, like, and part of their uh, contract upon signing is. If I get fined for violating my non-compete, the new employer will pay the fine. Sick. I love that. So, I mean, that's that's the way you get around it, is you throw money at the problem, which isn't a I'm great way to solve that. a problem, but, it, you know, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. I'm into that. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, I'm I not don't... valuable, so I wouldn't be able to get that sort of a deal. Damn, you okay. can't fucking say that, my man. You can... It's crazy! It's crazy! You'd be nice to my friend Samuel over there. I don't know what this is. You're being nice to me. I don't know what this is. Zach, say <laughs> something. You're freak- He's freaking me out. All right. Um, so the quick summary is that they are two employees are challenging non-competes because they say it is unreasonable and limits job opportunities in the beverage alcohol industry. Chat, well, okay. Well, on hold uh, on. Hold on, chat. Hold on, chat. Like, obviously, it's unreasonable, but you can't just go to court and be like, this law sucks. So apparently the justification is for the guy in Washington that Washington yeah. State has largely banned non-competes as of Thank 2020. Um, so they're basically like, you can't enforce that over here because uh, of states' rights. Finally, you can say that and not be an asshole. Um, and the other person says it was retaliatory um, in nature and that they are unfairly enforcing it, and it's retaliatory um, against their empl- their subsequent employer. Um but yeah, well, they filed the complaints. That they were dismissed. The case. Oh, they were dismissed. I, I agree. Yeah, they, they're appealing the decision, though. Um, both of them have. But I do think the guy in, in Washington potentially does have something if that state doesn't yeah. enforce that law. Like, what are you gonna do? Right. The second guy's got nothing though. To be like, I signed this this document that is retroactively dis- uh, retaliatory. I don't think that makes sense. Correct. Also, it's like you signed a document that says you can't work in another alcohol industry for a year. You go fucking work at like Anchor Brewing. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you fucking doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like I, I mean, it's sucks. It's I'm not on that contract. Yeah, I'm confused like, with the first the... guy. Did he, did he go work at a brewery in Washington, no, no, no. or was he just in Washington thinking, ah, shucks, it's a shame yeah, I can't yeah. work at a brewery no, that's here? The one. So he alleges that in his exit interview, they were like, "Remember, you can't go work for anybody." Because you signed this non-compete. And he was like, oh, shit, I can't. You're right. And then later on, he found out that he could. And he's like, hold on. You told me this lie that affected my career opportunities. And that's where he's coming from. I also don't feel like that's that strong. It's stronger than the other guy. But, like, it's one thing if it's, like, he got a job at uh, Olympia Beer Company uh, and then – was sued about it or something. 
Yeah, but that's not I what's happening judge, here. He's it's it's, a, it's an opportunity like, it's an opportunity cost argument, and you can't even prove definitively that he could have gotten a job at a brewery in Washington. Well, I think the judge could probably just be like, "Yes, yeah, not your fault. You didn't know your right, or it's not their fault. You didn't know your rights." But still, it seems stronger than that other guy. Yeah, I definitely. Say, I I just I don't think these are going anywhere. The bigger thing is this article makes uh, Sam Adams look like a bunch of assholes, and Sam Adams is a bunch of assholes. So I like that part. True, that's true. I just don't think these litigants are going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, that was a good I, word. Uh, said. I do think that this was actually written by a person who was definitely getting paid by the word. But I will say they did a very thorough job. This this Jessica Infante did a very thorough job on this article. No weird verbs in here. Does not feel like it was written by an AI. Way to go, Jessica. <laughs> You've passed the Zach test. You seem like you did your job. <laughs> it's a shame there isn't a term for a test named after somebody for proving you're not a robot. It's Sam, too do you think? do you really bad. think I don't know about the Turing test? Come on. I'm pretty sure it's the Zach test, but... <laughs> it's a, what's it's that a regionalism. So, like, he's yeah, on the yeah, East yeah. Coast. They call it the Turing test. Thing. What is it? It's, in, uh, it's the Voigt, it's the Voigt Kampf test. That's what it is. Man, I really need to see that movie at some point. Yeah. I feel like we've talked before about uh, the biggest holes in my movie watching. Yeah. Because there was a while there I hadn't seen the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, and after that it was crazy. I hadn't seen the original Jurassic Park. Uh, and now I don't know what the biggest hole is. It, it might be um, that replicant one, whatever it's called. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen Debbie Does Dallas. Maybe it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Deep Throat, you know, so. I've heard good things. <laughs> uh, won all those okay. ponies. That was just a guy named Tony who bought a bunch of copies. No, you know, that's hey, the ponies. I, I was thinking this. of the ponies. The ponies, <laughs> yeah. Points! Um, we about done here? We about done with this yeah, nonsense? I think we are. Alrighty. Who wants to rate their beer first? I do. Zach, no, I want to hear, I want to hear Zach actually rate his soups first. His alcoholic soups. I was trying to get my okay, borgs out of the way, but sure, let's go to Zach for his interesting take. <laughs> this is on the alcoholic soup scale. So this is like a zero to ten on like the alcoholic soups themselves. It's not on our typical scale. Cause all of these would be like, like a, this lives between a three and a four on the beer scale is where this is this zero to ten. That's honestly shocking to me. I've had worse things. Last time I was on, the beer I had, I think, was worse than both of these alcoholic soups. That's crazy. So if you were at a bar and all they had was this tomato soup, this cheddar soup, and last week's beer, you would pick? I would pick the tomato soup. Yeah, you got to go with the tomato soup. The cheddar might be better, but it's only like 1% alcohol. Correct. I, I tried a higher volume of beer in the cheddar. I, like, I drank it halfway, and I topped it off just to see, <laughs> to give it a fair shake against the tomato, which I felt like had a much stronger like beer content, and got it closer to 50-50, and it was both lukewarm and really, really unpleasant. <laughs> Pop that styrofoam right in the microwave and see if that can fix it. It was, just from a texture perspective, not amazing. Um, flavor-wise, okay, but it, it had faded. It had long since uh, passed its prime. Um, the tomato, like, was more robust. It, it stood up against the beer pretty okay. Um, the bubbles were not great. 
psychologically, but um, <laughs> if you get if you got past those, I would give. Uh, so I guess we can just live in the th- in the threes here. The tomato, I'm going to give a three nine, um, and I think right. the broccoli cheddar, I'm going to give like uh, like a like at original volume it was higher, but once it got evened out, I'd probably give it like a three two. But I would still rather have that nasty broccoli cheddar than what I had last time. I brought it over to a Super Bowl party um, after and made made the boys try it. And I was like, "This is gross. Try this." <laughs> and everyone tried it, and everyone agreed that it was disgusting. That's great. And I felt uh, great about being invited to that. I just couldn't make it. I found out <laughs> about it before this moment, and I felt really great about being invited. And what would you give the beer itself without soup? So beer itself without soup, that's a great question. This is from Saturday Beer Company. This is their impromptu pool party, uh, 5.2 ABV, American Wheat Ale. I'm not going to give this a glowing rating, uh, but it's not the beer's fault. I bought a beer that I thought would be fairly bland, like kind of for the purpose of mixing into a soup. So like, I didn't come in with super high expectations. I would say it was fine. Not my favorite of like the session-y beers like this is kind of, I would say, positioning itself as. Um, be like a, a little pool party beer. It's a little too yeasty. It's a little tiny bit too yeasty. Where like I would, if I'm gonna drink seven of them, to me personally, that that like yeastiness kind of lingers uh, after I drink it a little bit in a way that does not uh, do great in, in huge volumes for me. I'm gonna give this like a 5.2. Um, pretty neutral. Still okay. I could definitely drink a couple of them. Um, but uh, not my my most favorite of sessiony stuff. Sam, I know you're dying to review your beer. Uh, yeah, oddly, I also have some sessiony stuff at 10.5% Golden Drop Classic. Fuck yeah. uh, this is the most boring 10.5% beer I've ever had. It is fine, and there's nothing to note, which I think is a strength in its own weird, specific way. So I definitely recommend this to... Divorced alcoholics. Yeah. Um, This (laughs) one's great for pounding and it'll get you fucked up and you can kind of just dick around on your phone and drink this and not really notice what's happening. Um, Nice. But uh, as a beer in and of itself, I'll give it a four. There's nothing really wrong with it. It's just it doesn't bring much to the table. Yeah. So point one better than my soup, than my best soup. (laughs) Well, when you put it in that context, I feel like I might have undersold it. But also, I haven't tasted your soup, so who am I to say? <laughs> it's at least complex, though, right? Uh, I would I say it was confusing, yeah. Yeah, that's the same word, right? Um, do a beer company is Molieu au Chocolat, I think. Uh, stout, 12% ABV. Uh, I really liked it. It was very chocolatey. Um, the mouthfeel kind of reminded me of, like, uh, lava cake, you know, um... It was alcoholic, but I didn't feel like it was out of place. Um, uh, so very much enjoyed it. I don't think I could drink more than one of these, uh, but if you're just going to have one, I think I would put it at a solid 8.5 and recommend this to people who like dessert stouts. It's a very good dessert stout. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you mentioned the Dutch cocoa, but in terms of the the, the milk chocolate, how many layers of that would you say there are? What? <laughs> like three layers, five layers of rich milk chocolate, ten layers. I don't know what. Like, what, like how many? How many would you say? I don't know. How many is a Malu? 
Because that many. I'm I'm just looking at the untapped listing. It says endless layers of rich milk chocolate. Wow. <laughs> uh, sure. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But it was. It had a very like uh rich and velvety mouthfeel, and it was very chocolatey and boozy, and I thought it was good. I think you're the big winner. I am the big winner. Well, Zach was the big winner because he won the Brewly Weds game. But uh, I had the – he was also the big loser because he had to drink alcoholic soup. So it all balances out. I, I don't know. I agree with you there. I kind of want to try his soups, man. There's uh, nothing stopping you. <laughs> you should do soups next week. Tell me what you think. Because um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that our soup line has, like, a huge future at Hard Hard Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the R&D – yeah. Phase right now. We're, this this is in prime time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh boy. Well, um, Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? I'm gonna be back on that Goose Island uh, oh, bourbon yes. barrel shit. Of course, of course. Um, Zach, thank you for uh, you know really putting your 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 mouth where your mouth is. I guess. Sometimes, yeah, you gotta, when you're in a position like me where you say a lot of wild stuff, every now and then you gotta follow through. Absolutely. Uh, listener, if you want to tell us, um, you know, what soup we should put alcohol in next, you can email us at brucetuesdaypodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> you can comment on the links at brucetuesdaycom to the best. Give me now. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Come up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. Maybe you flip it. You put bullion in your beer. You do like a really hard, like, imperial IPA with like a bit of beef bullion in it. I think, I think the key to alcoholic soups, I love that you guys are keeping it beer related for the podcast, but I think the key is liquor. Some sort of, I don't know, like, I, I'm not entirely sure. You used to say, drop, drop, drop a Jaeger bomb into some chicken dumpling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a little, a little sake in the miso, something like that. A little tequila in, like, a, like a, a citrusy fish soup with some tequila in it? Maybe, I don't know. Honestly, sake and miso sounds like it would work, and I don't really like fish, but also I... I I think Zach's idea makes sense. Yeah, I just think that's where it is. Because with the beer, like, you got to put, it's so liquidy, you know, so, so liquidy. You can't get the alcohol. You're right. It does need to be, like, honestly, even maybe even, like, an Everclear just to get the ABV up, just to right, limit right, volume. Right, 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 right. And then we've got to freeze the beer. I do that weird freezy thing they do with them to make them super high ABV where you, like, pull the water off the top and, like, redo the, the it. The ice yeah. beer technique? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ice soup. <laughs> it's a 50% soup. Damn.